This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. All right, it's uh, George here, and we've got the techies celebrated by a few thousand miles. Uh, Jessica Kelly is with me, uh, but John McRae is at the Panasonic Convention in Amsterdam. Hello. Hello, George. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Hello uh, from Amsterdam. So what did you see? What did you see in Amsterdam apart from the obvious thing that all tourists go to? You went straight <laughs> to the convention, Jim? It's a little bit early for uh, for any of that sort of nonsense. Uh, yeah, you might remember a few uh, weeks ago, uh, Jess Kelly went off to the CES, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, and uh, one of the companies that kind of held back a bit in terms of their announcements was uh, Panasonic, and uh, they're responsible for the Viera TV that most people have, uh, a lot of people have in their homes, and the Lumix range of cameras. And so they invited us over to have a look, and these conventions are funny things. Jess will probably tell you, it's sort of like the Eurovision meets the shopping channel at times. You know, you've got these multilingual people spouting um, you know, platitudes about it. Every single thing from you know hair straighteners to uh, to the latest screen. TVs, but I was interested in uh, the TVs because Viera is a brand that uh, is very familiar to, to Irish consumers, and we've heard a huge amount about smart TV. We've always we've talked about it so much on the show, but Panasonic have announced a great innovation for anybody out there who's been traipsing around the Costa Brava looking for somewhere that has the carry match on. Uh, have a listen to this. This is Tony Duggan, who I spoke to earlier. He's talking about a new innovation called TV Anywhere. The two big things really that we're seeing, we're seeing this year is picture technology, which has been driven by 4K, and then also the, the real growth of smart within the area of smart TV. And within that, we're talking about specific features such as TV Anywhere, which allows you, if you're on your holidays down in your apartment somewhere in, whether it be Wexford or Fortaventura, to, using your, your smart device, such as a, an iPhone or a tablet, to be able to access all the content that's back on the TV. So if you want to watch you know, the, the GAA game when you're away, you can do that through TV Anywhere. The other big interesting feature that we're doing this year is uh, the info bar. So as you walk into the room, you might think the TV is off, but as you walk by, the built-in camera will recognise who's walked into the room, up to maybe five or six different people, five or six different profiles, and a little message bar will pop up at the bottom. It'll say you have three new emails, or there's something new in your Twitter feed, or, you know, whatever personalised content you've set up. And as you walk in, it'll pop up on the TV, and as you walk out, it'll pop down. It does that differently for five or six different people. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, hold on now. George Orwell in 1984 didn't tell me this was going to happen. Yeah, this is, a, I mean, this is an interesting, I think it's the first time I've heard of voice and face recognition happening on smart TVs, and that certainly um, uh, allows lots of different options to kind of come up. One of, the, one of the things is you've got a remote, and the remote has a, um, uh, a microphone on it, and you speak into the microphone, you say, okay, okay I'd like to see um, all of the, the content available about FC Barcelona, and it'll check all the TV channels, it'll check all the YouTube clips, and it'll produce it all in one particular oh, right. um, space, now, which is kind of an interesting idea. Your man Tony Duggan talking about TV Anywhere, what's he actually mean by that? Because this is Panasonic, but he's talking about some kind of general software or, or Panasonic-specific software. 
No, it's it's built into the TV. And George, I, I'm, I wonder how RTE are going to feel about this, you know, because um, at the moment, if you want to watch the, you know, the, the GAA, if you want to watch Irish matches that are on an RTE, but you, you happen to be on holiday somewhere, you can't do that. But this technology allows you to log in to your TV at home. So you might be on holidays in France. You don't have to go and find the local bar that's showing the match. Okay. You can actually watch it on your tablet. Or your, um, your, or your laptop, presumably. Yeah, and a lot of the talk has been talking about 4K in the last while. People what have been the hell is forward. 4K? I mean, you give me 4G. I just just about get 4G sorted in my head, and then <clears> you come up with 4K. What's that? Well, well, uh, yeah, 4K is four times uh, the clarity of uh, high definition. It's more, um, it's more pixels. It's much clearer definition. Right. It's much bigger dynamic range. But a lot of people are, are looking forward to the World Cup, and it's often a time when people decide to buy themselves a new TV, the TV, either the World Cup or the Olympics. And I asked Tony if we were likely to see the World Cup in Brazil in 4K in Ireland. A is is a really exciting technology. The content is super rich. It's like nothing we've ever seen before. Traditional broadcast means probably still will struggle to do it. Um, but broadband is where 4K will come into its own. So we've already seen Netflix issue an announcement that globally from May 2014, a lot of the content that they have out there will be streamed in 4K. So if you want 4K content, if you want to go out and buy a 4K TV this year, the content will be there in the next couple of months. In terms of major sporting events, yeah, that will happen, but the carriers for the World Cup this year probably don't have the capability to broadcast 4K, but it's coming down the web and it's coming very, very fast. Now, uh, hold on, John. Jessica is here. Yeah, I, I must say I thought 4K was the salary for certain uh, quiz show presenters on TV3. <laughs> much um, more than that. Uh, but but the, the thing about this TV, are you okay with this? Because you're my sort of, um, it, what's the word? Barometer. Barometer. You're my barometer yeah. for the youth of Ireland. Are mm. you going to be happy walking in and the telly says, how are you, Jessica, et cetera, et cetera? I think it'll be exciting when it comes. I don't know if I'll rush out to buy one. It's the same with 3D TVs. Like we're seeing, and we've been seeing for the last five years or so, what technology is capable of. And I'm totally fine with people innovating and bringing this to the fore. Whether I'm willing to go out and buy another new TV now is is a question. But 3D hasn't worked, has not Exactly, it? yeah. It's one of those things that we know it can be done. But I have it's far a 3D TV and I have glasses. Yeah. But I, I can't find the glasses now. We see that yeah. was that was one of the original sort of incarnations of 3D TVs, and then we saw the likes of Samsung do this really cool um, active 3D. So it means you don't need the glasses; you have to be sitting in a certain position, and you can see the 3D. But I mean, you know, again, they're super expensive. So I think this all sounds great. I, I'm just I'd be surprised if people are rushing out and uh, nabbing them off the shelves. Okay, yeah, I, I, I agree, Jess, and I think I, I think you know 3D. I, I, I'm, I'm the jury's still out in it. And actually, interestingly enough, I was speaking to Tony. And they, it seems like the um, Panasonic has sort of said curved TVs that are sort of like a gimmick at the moment. The idea that you can watch a TV that's curved, he's kind of saying that just it's just we don't okay. see it really happening. But but 4K, I mean, I saw the quality of this picture. While you know it's it's ridiculous on radios to say, well, it's really really high definition. It is spectacular to see right. to see images like football in in, in full okay. 4K, and and I think that is something that we will want to see. We will always want to see a crisper, more realistic image. I think it must be spectacular to see George in 4K on the rugby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, any gadgets? I love talk of gadgets. Did you get any yeah. gadgets? Well, it's, uh, they released a, a wearable 4K camera, which looks like it's going to try and, um, uh, as I suppose, 
kind of right. counteract the, the movement towards GoPro. It's very lightweight. It does great slow motion. Uh, but I thought you might uh, like the all-over body trimmer, uh, oh, yeah. George, uh, uh, for teenagers and fetishists, I'd imagine. I'd be um, more a fetishist than a teenager. <laughs> And one of the other things that, that that seems to be going down quite well with the ladies, but I hate saying that phrase because it sounds very sexist, but uh, it, it's a technology they call Nano-E, which sounds extremely unscientific. <laughs> but the idea is that it coats your hair with ions so that it protects your hair, so it doesn't go brittle when you dry your hair, and so it stays moist and not dry. Jess, right. is that an issue for anybody? No. Well, listen, yeah. what I okay. want you to do, John, to go back to Panasonic and tell them, A, George has no interest in hair straighteners, B, he has no interest in body trimmers. And they will they please come up with items for uh, fat, old, bold, uh, gadget fanatics. Thank you so <laughs> much. You? That you? was Jonathan McRae in Amsterdam. It's just getting dark now, so he is out on the town. Jessica. Uh, what what uh, what have you you have a box there? What's the box? I have a box. Yep, uh, techie language there. Uh, I have in my hand. If you're on Newstalk.ie, if you click on Newstalk TV, you will see that I have uh, a ten-inch tablet in my hands, and this tablet is ninety-nine euro. So Aldi, the the supermarket chain, have uh, released this tablet. It's called the Median Life Tab, and sorry, it's a seven inch tablet, um, and it's only ninety nine euro. Um, and so the idea with this is it's a, an affordable device. It's ideal for kids. A lot of people text into this show and email into this show saying, you know, I've got a ten year old who's into technology but don't want to spend the money on an iPad. But this is an Aldi seven inch tablet. This is an Aldi seven inch tablet. Yeah. So it, it has um, ninety nine quid. Ninety nine euro. So you can't really go wrong. It has good storage in it. So it's sixteen gigabyte in internal memory, um, a gig of RAM. It has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and all the bits and pieces that you'd really want for a tablet. So it, even if you wanted a tablet instead of a Kindle, because you know the Kindles are slightly small. This is bigger than Kindle's a Kindle. Kindle's too small. Yeah. It's too small. This is slightly bigger. It's full functionality and it's just a great alternative. It has your uh, camera on the back and a front camera too if you wanted to do Skype calls. Um, and I just thought for €99, Euro, you know, it's not going to rival an iPad and I'm not going to give up my Microsoft Surface for it. Yeah. But if you're looking for a small device to bring with you on the go or for the kids... For 99 euro, you can't All really right. go wrong. Okay, well, speaking of tablets, what about a HP Omni tablet, which has the Jessica Kelly seal of approval? We're giving it away because Windows 8, and Jessica's going to talk about it in a minute, is not going to support your Microsoft XP anymore. So, to persuade you all to change, they're giving away the HP Omni tablet. Simple question in the competition. PC stands for A, professional calculator, B, personal computer, or C, perfect companion. So text Windows together with your name and answer, A, B, or C, to 53106. Now, uh, on that um, issue mm. of XP, what is actually happening? So for, for people who may not be aware, there's all different types of operating systems. So there's Windows 7, Windows Vista, and one of the earlier uh, incarnations of it was Windows XP. So on April 8th, Windows aren't going to be supporting XP as a, as a platform anymore. So this means that if you go out and buy, say, a new Photoshop or any new program and try to install it on an XP device, it's not going to work. But but the XP will continue to work itself, though, it'll serve, as it is. Yeah, it'll serve, but you won't be able to enhance it or build upon yeah, it or anything yeah. like that. So what Microsoft are urging people to do is to upgrade to Windows 8 um, because it, it, it's the new platform. That's the one they're pumping a lot of uh, resources into at the moment. But from... 
April 8th, your device isn't going to be supported anymore. So they are urging people now to kind of get out there and either look at upgrading your operating system so you don't have to buy a brand new PC. You can literally just upgrade the operating system uh, or you can go out and buy a new PC. But there's loads of charities who will accept your old devices. So if you are, like I know Jack and Jill, for example, will accept them. There's okay. Camera Lab and all these other uh, charities right. who will take them off your hands. What about Maker's daughter lost her iPad 5 Touch? Any way of locating it? The iPod, yeah. So a lot of the Apple devices will have um, GPS locators on them. So if you go to iCloud.com and if you put in her logins, if she has it set up uh, with the GPS enabled, you should be able to get GPS coordinates and track it down. It definitely works with iPhones. I'm not 100% sure about the newer iPods, but sure, it's worth a go. All right. Uh, have the techies tried out Peter Cork asks the new Asus T100 Transformer tablet laptop? Yeah. Um, Verdict? It was okay. I mean, it wasn't. It's good. Va- it, it's a good price, but it's, I wouldn't necessarily it's, say it's good value. I think there's better value out there at the moment. The Samsung Note 3 is has come down massively in price recently. I was in Argos today and I saw it's come down again. There's a lot of special offers out there. We also talked about the LG G Pad um, a few months ago, and it's a great option as well. And it's in and around. You can get it for less than 200 euro now if you shop around. Now, I have this incredible thing, 4G. I have it, it's like a dongle, but it doesn't fit into my computer. It gives me 4G on my computer wherever I go. Yeah. Incredibly fast. Very often it's faster than the hotel I'm in or whatever. Yeah. Um, now, any word when O2 will launch 4G? Does, and what's the story with others? Vodafone have launched. Vodafone have it. Uh, uh, E-Mobile, uh, Aircom have it. Meteor have it. A lot, a lot, O2 are kind of the, the notable one that doesn't have it. Uh, I'm on their website here now and they said they're, are, they're striving towards getting it and they've significantly improved their 3G but we don't have a date yet for 4G. But, but 4G is extraordinary, you agree? I, I do agree, yeah. Now, you see, my issue with 4G and it's going back to the point I made about the TVs is that 4G is awesome when you can get it but there's times, like I live in Dublin city centre and there's times when I can't get 3G let alone 4G. So it's it's a thing of let's get the basics first and then jump ahead. So I could go on my holiday and I suddenly can't get it. Yeah. All right, okay. Mm -hmm. The other thing, of course, is the expense of this. Like if I suddenly start downloading episode 8 of The Good Wife, or, or on Netflix, yeah. I suddenly I get a bill for that, maybe. Yeah, well, the only thing I'll say to you is that um, network providers have uh, gotten better when it comes to data usage and data allowances. So if you if you run over, uh, you will be charged a lot. At the moment, 4G is being charged at the same price as your 3G, so it's the same sort of allowance. But that's going to come to an end at the end of this month. So just keep an eye on it. Also, if you don't want 4G, if that's not something you want, you can turn it off. If you go into the settings within your phone, you can switch it off, and that way you're in ensured not to go over your limit. Oh, actually talking of data and limits, do you remember I told you a few weeks ago that I built up a ridiculous uh, phone bill? Yeah. Well, I went into my settings on my phone. Yeah. And if you go into, I have a, a Samsung Galaxy Note 3, and if you go into settings, if you go to applications, and you click into each individual app, you can see how much data they use. But if you click into every single one, Twitter, for example, it'll say uh, foreground data and then background data. And so many apps use uh, use your data in the background. So I might not have Twitter open, but it's still, you know, streaming, updating constantly, pushing data that I don't really want to my phone and charging me a fortune. So if anybody out there has Google+, 
with the photo option enabled or anything like Spotify or any of these options, go into your apps and turn off the background data. Oh, and I'll save you tells a me, fortune. No, she tells me. So like when I'm listening to Buddy Holly and Ravon on my Spotify, they're downloading Ravon 24-7. Well, it depends if you enable, if you have Spotify Premium and you're enabling it to download. Say if you pick a certain song and you don't have this data thing uh, restricted, it can be doing it on your data and cost. I, I'll give you my phone seven o'clock and sort it out. Great. My to. daughter, age 13, wants to buy an iPhone, says Susan. Mm. Everyone has one, so she says. Yeah. I can't bear buying a five. What's that? Five years? No. What, what do you five. think about getting a three or a four second hand? Ah, that's it. What about a three or four second hand iPhone rather than a five? And where should I look? Soon? Sites like Dundeal have uh, good offers. I, I would just, you know, err on the side of caution with that and obviously don't meet up with anybody unless you've spoken to them beforehand and, you know, check out. What do you mean, look up and don't meet up with them? Dundeal, like with Dundeal.ie, sometimes if. So, well, so a fella says, hi, well, I'm Mick, I have an iPhone 4. Yeah. I'll meet you on the corner on Nassau Street at midnight. Exactly, yeah. So, you are kidding. It Do you know happens. there's a problem with all you techies, right? I knew you're, there was one. Yeah, you, on. you're double smart, but you have no common sense. Why would you meet somebody? Did like I not that? just say be careful? Uh, you did, to be fair. But come here to me now. Can I just finish this point? Very quick. I wouldn't go for an iPhone 5. I would look at an iPhone 4 or 4S if you can get a good deal. Talking of good deals, if you go to Groupon um, today, they have the Chromecast. It's kind of like a version of Apple TV and these smart dongles that we talked about for thirty nine ninety nine, including delivery. And where can I get that? It's on Groupon, on the Irish Groupon. All right, I haven't. You know, I have Apple TV. Yeah, but you don't have a a Google Chromecast thing. No, but I watch my my, uh, Netflix. Yeah. Apparently, I can't tell you because I I blindfolded myself immediately. I saw on the internet this morning, spoiler of The Good Wife, something has happened that has... Have you seen the latest episode? No, it's our last Thursday. So exciting. Oh, so exciting. All right. (laughs) It's the only thing Jessica and I have in common. The good wife. (laughs) Pat is trying to replace his Samsung N139 notepad with similar, e.g. a 10-inch tablet. Mm. Now, he travels a lot, so he wants ruggedness as an important component. Well, the uh, the Samsung Note 3, as I mentioned earlier on, I use uh, the 5-inch or so tablet uh, or phablet as my phone. But the, the the larger version is excellent. If you want something slightly smaller, I'd look at the LG G-Pad, which is 8.3. He wants 10, he said. Well, no, he says EG 10-inch. So I'm giving some wiggle room here. You've got options. Right. So that's one option um, to look at. The you know the other 10.1-inch tablets, you're, you're kind of going into your um, the likes of the uh, iPad. But if you, if you use it for a business, I have... No, personal, personal. Personal, is it? Yeah, personal. Okay. Well, uh, well I, the tablet that I use is the Microsoft Surface Pro 2. And I like that because it's like a laptop, but I can rip the keyboard off and it just becomes... What about what price like. here? It's a consideration. It's pricey. Yeah, well, give him an economic price one. Oh, okay. Well, the LG 8.3 tab or the, um, if you get one of the older Samsung uh, tablets, the Samsung Note 2. Now, my iPad, which I've had forever, like, is that very different from the iPad I will buy today? Not particularly, no. I mean, the the new iPads would have a fancier screen, but you can't see the screen really anyway. (laughs) What's this uh, leaking HTC One? 
So tomorrow... It's leaking, is it? It's leaking, yeah. They're going right. to fix it. They're going to put a plaster on it. Uh, no, uh, as Jonathan mentioned, I was in uh, at Mobile World Congress earlier this year. and I In saw, Barcelona. In Barcelona. And I saw the new Samsung, saw the new uh, Sony. We saw all these new phones from Nokia as well. But one thing we didn't see was a new phone from HTC. Okay. And HTC made the gadget of the year, the GH Tech gadget of the year from last year, which was the HTC One phone. And tomorrow in London, the new phone is going to be unveiled. And it's very A new HTC One. Brand new HTC phone. And it's going to have incredible spec. And uh, I'm actually going to be heading over there. And I'm going to be live tweeting the event. So if you are on Twitter, if you follow hashtag GH Tech, I'm going to be live tweeting the entire event. Are you serious? Yeah. You're going to London? Going to London. To HTC? To HTC. I'm going to get lost as well. So if you see someone looking lost around London, come and help right. me. Right, so you have the new HTC. Now, they only brought in the la- new one last year. Yeah, but you see, the thing with HTC and the thing I like is that they only bring something out when they have something innovative to show off. So this is going to be the replacement for the HTC one. So we know it's going to be big. You know, there's a lot of spec being thrown around at the moment. Um, it's thought that it's going to have a super fast <laughs> processor, two gigs of RAM. It's going to have, well, it's thought that it will have an SD slot to put more memory into. It, but this is a phone now, right? This is a phone. Right. It's very exciting. If you're into your tech, make sure you follow us on Twitter tomorrow. Hashtag GH Tech. Um, and you'll see hands on first up with the video. Right. Uh, Jimmy, uh, is it possible to connect a hard drive to a tablet so I can watch DVD movies? Unfortunately, not. No, not to a tablet. Um, you know, you, I don't know if this is legal, but you can uh, rip contents of DVDs and other things onto your computer and then transport them. Or, of course, you can buy them from um, iTunes or another online store and transport them. Tom, he's between contracts. He's looking to change. Reception in Clontarf is poor. Mm. Is it worth chasing 4G? Well, if it's poor in Clontarf, 4G is probably going to be poor, no? Exactly, yeah. So I would would call around to each of the mobile providers because what you don't want to do is sign up for 24 months with someone and then get stung with bad coverage. So forget about your 4G. Like if you can't send a text or receive a call, you're going to go bananas for 24 months. So I would call around and get them to do, they do these tower tests. So they see where the, the towers are in your area and if you've got good signal, if they have reports. So my area, for example, um, Meteor coverage isn't fantastic. So I've moved from Meteor now to a different network. So if you get if you do that research beforehand and but then... Will they, can you call them and say, I'm living in, you know... Felicity Square and Clontarf and mm. they can tell you whether it's good, bad or indifferent. It won't be 100% but they'll say well actually we do have a series of reports that it is poor in that area or what they did to me when I was with Meteors they asked where do I live, where do I work and where do I, you know, what way do I commute and so they could identify that there was an issue where I live um, so they do they do tend to have this information on hand if, if they're helpful which they tend to be. Alright. Mm. Um, Netflix. Yes. The it's it's still about what nine euros a month or something. Yeah, nine ninety nine. Yeah. Now, are you a keen Netflix person or not? Oh, massive! Actually, it's seven euro. At Spotify, that's nine ninety nine. So uh, Netflix is seven euro a month. Yeah. Yeah, I get poor value from Spotify, but I get good value from Netflix. So do I. And actually, do you know what's just been added on Saturday this weekend? Sherlock has been added to uh, to Netflix now, which I think is just incredibly exciting. But I season watch one, it. I, I learned how to do it. I watched it using Apple TV, and now I can watch it on my on my uh, TV. Was that easy to set up? Well, I need to set up, yeah. 
I uh, found her set up. I set it up. But you managed to do it though, like it was handy. No, no I never set it up. No, 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 no. One of the butlers came along and set <laughs> yeah. it up for you. Yeah. yeah, one of the flunkies came along and set it up. But, me. but yeah. once you set it up, then. It's sorted, yeah. It's sorted. Like I was watching on my laptop, and, you know, even with. But the incredible thing is the quality of the picture. That's why I was interested in your man speaking from Amsterdam about this 4K. Yeah. He's actually saying you're going to get 4K on broadband. Before you get 4K on 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 uh, terrestrial television. Yeah, but if you think about that, though, think of the the poor souls who are still on dial-up broadband. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to be seeing 4K anytime soon, so they could fork out for this massive, impressive TV with a glorious screen, but not be able to get the quality or of broadband. Oh yeah. You know. But also, this 4K, you'd have to be the stuff would have to be made in 4K. There wouldn't be any point in watching, uh, you know, uh, Robin Hood from 1938. It still looked the same. Yeah, like I think it's it's the same thing as with DVD and Blu-ray. I think this is a, a, a poor man's analogy. It's it'll upscale the quality, so the pictures will look better, but it still won't be 4K content unless it's made for 4K. Right. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.